0: Dungeons & Drimbus is rated R for root language, rough violence, and raunchy humor. Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary.
3: I do declare, here's what happened previously on Dungeons & Trimbers. With Kristoff heading off to file the case against Michelle Crichton, the gals get to work gathering witnesses. They convince some reclaimers to head back to the island in search of survivors, and then gather Martin, Carla, and head off to wait for Kit, who is supposed to be returning today to help with the trial. I do declare, Yerana is back in session.
4: Where do you want to wait?
1: Hmm. That's a great question. Well, he was gonna do a quick flight. Is there a is there a dragon air or a, a wyvern uh, carrier around here? There is an air track in. It's like an hour away. Oh, gosh. Well, I suppose we can just wait near where the main road comes into town because Kit would be coming from that direction, I suppose. Sure.
5: We could kind of, uh, I mean, if he's coming into town, if we sit by those benches in the park, um, then we should have a clear view of, of the entrance, you know. Okay. And we don't have to
4: stand for
5: however long.
2: Yeah, that's probably a good idea.
4: Okay, let's, I guess, do that.
5: Sure. Yeah. Okay. So he leads you back to that little meridian. It's not far. It's, like, directly across the street. Again, you pass by that little tourist shack with the warforged inside. You pass by that statue, and then you see a number of benches. And on one of the benches, you see an old orc woman dressed in black. uh, And the other ones are empty. So he says, you just want to sit on this one over here? Sure.
1: Sure, yeah. Why not? All right. Absolutely. Ah, the sea. It is nice to take a sit, isn't it?
6: Yeah. Yeah.
5: There's something really pretty about, you know, all the snow meeting up with the sea.
1: It's gorgeous. Absolutely beautiful. Uh, It looks like a pure white beach. Great.
5: How long do you guys wait?
1: As long as it takes. Okay. Not
2: that long, but you know, long enough, I guess.
5: <laughs> An hour passes. Hugh looks at you and he goes, "Uh, I mean, it's still early, so I guess if he had to fly back last night or last afternoon, and then he he should probably be getting in within the hour, right?"
2: Maybe. D- did he not say where he would? I guess be heading to. He, once he, he
5: said he'd come back to town. He said he'd meet us here, right? Yeah.
2: But, no, he did. He did. I just. Yeah. I mean, I believe him. He seemed very adamant about helping us out. So, I mean, it's yeah. basically, uh, I can only assume it's a total yes to him helping us out unless.
5: Yeah, no, he seemed adamant about it. So yeah. maybe he's
2: just not here yet. Unless he kind of got caught up on the way and Bob is going to look at Jess and then look away.
1: Hmm.
2: But I guess, I, I guess we can wait a little longer.
1: Sure. Yeah,
2: it's pretty peaceful here. Yeah, it's nice.
1: And while they've been waiting, Jessica's been kind of just looking over her spell book, just flipping through, as a wizard tends to do. <laughs> All right, you guys wait. And about thirty
5: minutes later, you hear a noise approaching the town. Jessica looks up from her spell. Book. It sounds very leaf-like and wooden, as you see Kristoff entering the town again.
1: Oh, uh- oh, hi, Kristoff. Hi. <sighs>
4: Oh, sorry for the wait. No, no, we were waiting
2: for Kit, actually. No worries. Oh, really?
4: How's it going?
1: Well, we've got everyone agreed that was on our witness list besides Kit, who had gone out of town to take care of uh.
4: Really, you got them all. So we have Q, the Hammers, we have uh, Miss Grande, and of course, Rachel as a backup.
2: Yeah. Yes.
4: Yeah? Yeah. Wow. Incredible work. Oh yeah, you know. Marvelous. So, uh, yeah, I I filed the paperwork and uh, they should be processing it. Hopefully, uh, you know, I I greased the wheels a little bit and I asked that we get expedited uh, processing. So, if all goes well, the judge promised me that we would have a court date on the 5th, so the day after tomorrow and uh, hopefully all the paperwork should be filled out and filed and put away tonight, and tomorrow they will begin to issue out notices, uh, you know, to the jury and uh, prosecution and all that. Excellent. Unfortunately, I still don't know who the defense is. It should be decided by tonight, and the defense should be notified tomorrow morning. Absolutely, and I mean, when you got... As strong
1: of a case as we have, it doesn't even matter who the defense is, because we, we've got this case, and it's nice and strong, and we're going to do really great. Yeah.
5: And that's my little song. He's, like, dancing a little bit. He, he looks like Baby Groot. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and then he goes, okay, so we're just waiting for Kit here?
1: I mean... He said, didn't he say morning? I feel like he said he'd be back by the next morning, did he not?
2: He did, but I think he also just didn't consider how long it would realistically take. I I, I see him as one of those types of people, to be on. Not a bad thing, but I, I do think he would kind of, uh, you know what I mean?
1: I know, because it's quite the distance to get all the way to... No, ex-
2: my point exactly. I don't think he really <sighs> thought about it, so um, maybe it's best to just... Uh... Head back into town or head back to queues, I mean, it's... What time is it now?
5: Uh, right now it's maybe mid-afternoon.
2: Okay, well, um... I don't know about you all, but we... We kind of did everything on our to-do list for now, besides finding out defense and, and... And what have you.
4: So maybe, uh... Maybe we can find Kit tomorrow?
2: Yeah, I feel like... Yeah. Tomorrow he should definitely be here
1: by by then, yeah. Marvelous. Marvelous indeed, I would say. Gosh, well, after such a, 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 a good work day, we've certainly. Uh... Oh. <laughs> and Jessica's just kind of like staring out to sea and just like. Lost for words. It's And I have no idea what I'm saying right now. That's okay. The brain has gone foggy.
2: Christoph, sorry. We've just been, it's been a long day and, and it's been a long past couple of days. We just finally took a seat, you know, and it's been nice just sitting and looking out. You want, you want to, hey, you want, hey, you want to sit? take hey, scoot over real quick, cute Scoot over Oh, oh,
5: quick. don't worry, don't worry. And he like, he grows roots under his butt and sits on them.
1: Oh. Wow, that is a talent. That is a talent right there. My goodness, my gracious. That's a great skill. I hope that's on your resume.
2: That's fantastic. I think maybe we can all just sit here for a little bit, maybe like a couple
1: minutes and just really
2: uh, yeah. sit with what we're doing, you know?
1: Sure. Yeah. Take in the gravity of, of, of what we've got.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
4: Ah. Mhm. Mhm. Ah. Oh boy. Oh boy. <sighs> mm
2: mm-hmm. Mhm. Yeah. Rather peaceful. Isn't
1: it? Very.
5: Yeah, crazy to think that there are a bunch of man-eating monsters just uh, a little ways away that way. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Crazy.
2: Uh.
1: Okay. Well. I feel good. (laughs) I feel great. That was a very nice relaxing moment for all of us. I guess uh, we best uh, head on back. I mean, cute. Now, I know that uh, Mrs. Muffin provided us with a bit of sustenance before. Yeah. But um, I think it would be really nice if, if we took care of dinner tonight.
5: Oh, I didn't, I thought you guys weren't coming back today.
1: Well, Q, we didn't order a room now, did we? We ended up getting those day passes. Yay! Silly.
6: <laughs>
1: now, if I give you a list of ingredients and a bit of change, would you run to market? Yeah. yeah. Oh, excellent. Okay.
5: I, uh, there's a farmer's market that I know that, uh, I know Mrs. Muffin uh, sells at sometimes. I could go over there if you don't mind me taking one of the rafters.
1: Oh no! Absolutely. Go on ahead. And Jessica writes down a recipe for her family recipe of a meat pie. Uh.
2: Oh! 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 <laughs> hey, just put 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 um put a cup. Put to get another cup because we broke the other one. Put a cup.
1: Oh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Yeah.
2: And here, here, take some extra, take some extra change, cue. And Bob is gonna put in ten gold. Oh, thanks.
1: Yeah. That feels like a lot for groceries. Is it?
2: All right, here's five. Yeah,
5: that
1: that should be more than enough. I'll give you guys back whatever change is left over. Well, thank you so much, Q. Okay, uh, the raptors are there and you've got my list here. Do you want me to meet you back here or? You know, I think we'll meet you um, at the cabin if that's good for you, because now that we've been there, we know our way. Sure, sure, as long as you don't get lost. <laughs> I doubt we will. I think we'll be fine. Okay,
5: great. Congrats, guys! I've, this feels really good.
1: It sure does. It does. Oh my we're goodness! We're gonna help people. Yeah, we are. Doesn't it? It feels good to help people. Gosh! Yeah. Wow! Wow! All right. I guess I'll see you guys back home. See ya back home, bud. Goodbye, Mr. Goldthwaite.
5: Goodbye. And Q heads off, and Kristoff goes.
4: Well, I guess if we're done here for the day, I'm probably gonna go uh, turn in as well. Yes, please. Go get some rest. Yeah. All right. Pleasure meeting you all. I look forward to speaking with Mr. Hera tomorrow. As do we all. (laughs) All right. Get a good night's rest.
1: Shall do. You too, bud. And he goes away. And then there were two.
2: (laughs) And then there were two. (sighs) Jess, we got to break into that courthouse tonight.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We sure do. We sure do. And that's why I sent him on the grocery trip. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, he did say that they should have it decided by tonight, but I mean, so the information should be available tonight, right?
1: Yeah. No. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah.
2: All right, How do you want to game plan that real quick, so if we go back, we'll be there for dinner, but then once they're all knocked out, I mean, after a good hearty meal like that, we should be in the clear,
1: right? I mean, my meat pie would put a bugbear to sleep. Well,
2: that's good. But
1: I was also thinking, I mean, would we want to go before dinner? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know.
2: Well... I thought that, too, but then I figured, what if we get caught up or held up or or someone sees us? Because I kind of thought we wanted to go when no one was really around.
5: Well, you know, the ride is roughly three hours to the courthouse. And so since it is currently mid-afternoon, you would probably
1: be arriving right around closing time. Closing time.
2: (laughs) I mean, I guess we (laughs) could go tonight.
1: And I'm sure we could come up with some excuse. Oh, I'm so sorry that we're late for a dinner, you know.
2: The raptors got got tired.
1: The raptors Uh, got tired. Had to give them a little bit of a break. And mm -hmm. then also, we could also say, as we were leaving town, uh, we had some folks that stopped us for a drink in the beer garden.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, I, okay, okay, no, that could work. Okay, let's do that then. Let's get that out of the way, I think, maybe. Sooner the better.
1: Absolutely. Okay. Well... Go team.
2: Go team, huh?
0: We're halfway there. I don't believe you.
3: This is this, this is the halftime ad.
0: With Nikki B. All right, everybody, welcome to the Halftime Zone. It is officially cuffing season, which then turns into huffing and puffing season, which then turns into snuffing season. All right, you're gonna cuff your partner, you're gonna do the old huff and puff with your partner, then you're gonna get sick of and snuff your partner. But while you're doing the huff and puff, you wanna make sure that your stuff is up to snuff. You wanna make sure that your hair down there is square, so, that's, uh, that's my transition for the ad clip. All right, there you go.
1: These nuts roasting on an open fire. Would be so much better smooth Tide trimmer without need For a wire and reviver To tone em and to soothe Every listener knows A discount with a special code Helps to keep your nethers fresh Manscaped keeps your hair nicely mowed And gentle on your folds of flesh Oh, hi there! It's me, Jessica Felcher And if you're looking for a great holiday gift then look no further than the offerings found with Manscaped. Whether you need to keep those chestnuts trimmed like a Christmas tree or keep the chimney cleared for Santa's arrival, the folks at Manscaped have you covered. From the lawnmower 4.0 to the comfiest pairs of boxer briefs you'll ever slide your legs into, Manscaped has offerings perfect to help you stuff your stocking. Make sure to use code DRIMBUS for 20% off your order. And free shipping! This holiday season, thanks to Manscaped, the only thing you'll be snagging are great deals. Not your nethers. Happy holidays to the folks at Drimbus and from our sponsor, Manscaped.
0: All right, there you go. Today's episode sponsored by Manscaped. So if you want to look real nice for cuffing season, for the holidays, you know, give you a little somebody, give somebody a little something something special to behold, why not get a gift for yourself or somebody you know, and head on down to manscaped.com, use the offer code DRIMBUS to get 20% off your order. All right and what's that you're short on prospects for cuffing season well here's a list of cuffable people uh, jerry benetados queso loco greta Benier, alejandro lopez ace andrews thomas murphy regina russell salty adrian bundy sam olivos jordan cobb the Unnamed rogue john gillette chloe g Conner, on dvd nb star stevie b keys doubtful guest michael richters davis walden denny Dewdrop, myth mouse will woodwall callie wolf brandon m bishop Bridge, Punky Goat, Twiglets, Joanna, Westberger, Stan Sitzman, Kia Green, Aaron Adams, Nathan Mesnert, Ruth Anatos, Morgan Lawson, Olivia Hill, Wilhelm Fox, Tripp, and Carrie Holmes. <laughs> right. Um, I mean, as far as I know, maybe not all of them are coverable, but uh, I'm I'm i I got a feeling for Wilhelm Fox. You'll be uh, good to go there. And if not, uh, whoever's whoever's got Wilhelm's a lucky day. All right. Uh, next week, we will be our last Your Honor episode for the year, followed by an exciting holiday special to close out the year. So stay tuned for that. We love you all. I love you all. Hope you're having a wonderful winter break time, winter season. Happy holidays. I'm going to put you back in the episode now.
1: As we mount up on the Raptors, Jessica takes a moment to go. Barbara, how you doing? What do you mean? What does that mean? What, what? Oh, I I just uh, wh- breakfast this morning. I happened to notice you were uh, just taking a moment to really take in that cup of tea. Are you? Uh,
2: yeah, it w- it was a good cup of tea. Y-
1: it was um. Well, you 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 were staring at it, well, and I yeah, mean I I know you. Were your vision, I was expecting chocolate uh, milk, but oh, that's right. Well, no, you were also, no, yeah, I don't know. Are you? I'm fine. You just, okay? I'm fine.
2: I was just thinking about the overall, um, you know, what we're doing here, kind of. And, um,
1: yeah, I've been having a similar thinkings, you know, thoughts, Ooh, yeah, that brain of mine,
2: <laughs> yeah, I just know. I guess, in We have to do this to then, in the long run, it'll be better,
1: right? That's kind of the point, right? Yeah, I mean, that's, that is, is in fact, what we have been told, yeah.
2: Then why doesn't it feel that way?
1: You know, I was wondering the
2: exact same thing. Okay, okay, I mean, I'm glad I'm not alone in my feelings, I guess, but, um. Yeah. I don't know, this whole trip has just been really eye-opening, you know? I, I, again, you know, I, I, one of my very first few times that I've really been out here in the field, and um, I don't know, I've just seen a lot more than I expected to. I'm thinking a lot more than I've ever really needed to. Not that I've never thought before, but like, you know, real thought. Like my own thought, you know? Does that make sense?
1: No, it makes perfect sense. I know exactly what you mean, and (sighs) it's... It's tough when doing the right thing isn't as straightforward as you always thought it might be, you know? Yeah. This world is is so made of gray areas that I just... I really thought this would be easier, you know? Yeah. Life. Finding your way. What's good? What's bad? <laughs> the right thing, the wrong thing. It just, it all feels so... So gosh darn difficult.
2: Yeah. Did it feel like that? Um, um, You don't have to answer this question, but... Did it always feel like that? Like before you... um, Before you met Haggy and stuff?
1: <sighs> I mean... I'm a simple gal from a small town. But. I don't know. I think things felt more straightforward before Haggy, but I don't think. I don't think Haggy is necessarily what's. what's made me pause. I think it's. other experiences. You know? Yeah. Because Haggy has such a, such a clear vision for the future.
2: Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, trust me, I know that.
1: And that kind of clarity is easy to follow. It's, it's when you run around Olmerissia with some, with some folk that don't always have a clear vision of the, of what is ahead. And you start to explore those gray areas, you know, it's just, uh, That's where the tough, the morality comes into play and the questions and you don't have the answers and it starts making you think about, have I always been doing the right things for good reasons or am I doing the wrong things for right reasons or am I doing the wrong things for, for the wrong reasons?
2: Those are a lot of questions. Yeah.
1: (gasps) Ah, do you, do you ever miss the guys? (laughs) I think in my own way, yeah, I do. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. I
2: mean, I just remember listening to a lot of them, or I guess, well watching you all um, and reading about all the things that you had to do and just, I mean, it sounded like they were definitely a tough group. But especially that Thomas.
1: Good Lord. I don't know oh, how you did that. gosh, but. Thomas. <laughs> Thomas is... He's... He's a stubborn, stubborn guy, but, you know, he... He does what he thinks is right. And, like Haggy, he has a certain level of clarity. He doesn't ever seem to question things too much. He has a very... Strong center of what is leading him. Mm -hmm. I admire that. It's a leadership quality. It's why I guess he kind of always kept saying that he was uh, he was the main lawyer, and we were just his. uh,
2: Oh, his assistants.
1: His assistants. His associates. Yeah. 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 That's.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It just gets kind of. It gets kind of foggy when everyone starts to think they're right. It's like, okay, but...
1: I mean, someone's got to be wrong, right? Yeah, no. I mean, at the end of the day, somebody does, right? Yeah. I mean, the only things that we can be sure of in this life are life and death. And you're going to be right and wrong about those eventually.
2: <laughs> yeah, I guess so.
1: I guess we can take comfort in that kind of a... Uh... Clarity and finality, I suppose.
2: Yeah, I think we just need to figure out our own rights and wrongs. You know? Maybe.
1: Yeah. That we do. That we do, Barbara. Have you had any thoughts on what those might be for yourself?
2: I'm still thinking on it, honestly, but I've had some ideas.
1: Good. Hmm. Some starting ideas are always good. It means the seeds are planting and just got to keep tending to that garden and make it grow.
2: Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm glad that we have this lovely scenery to watch as we're having this chat as we're going along here. (laughs) Yeah. Gosh, I mean, I know winter can be cold, but sometimes as the light kind of is getting into this time of day and it just kind of... Twinkles in the frost of the trees Mm -hmm. makes these kind of questions just a little bit less difficult to tackle. Mm
5: -hmm. And as you're admiring the beautiful scenery, you see it in the distance as you pull back up on the court of the Northern Isles. Its clean, minimal architecture stands out amongst the rough, jagged cliffs, The white walls catch the hues of purple, pink, and orange in a breathtaking way. Just by the front entrance, you see a reclaimer in white plate mail armor.
1: Shall we, um, just kind of take the raptors for a lap around the courthouse and kind of get an idea for any entrances and exits? Sounds good. Okay.
5: Are you doing so stealthily, I'm assuming? Yeah. Okay. Roll a stealth. Or check. at the
1: very least, casually.
5: <laughs> sure. Uh, if you if you want to go casually, let me know Ooh, and roll a performance. Stealthily,
1: baby. Twenty two.
5: <laughs> okay. Twenty two. You kind of hug the cliff sides. There's a lot of slopes here because it's right on a cliff. It's like a beautiful, scenic, Mm -hmm. almost impractical building. And you know that this little bit of the courthouse that you see sticking out here is actually only the tip of the iceberg as it has so many subterranean levels that it's kind of built into the cliff. But you skirt your way around and you don't see any other ways in. What you do notice is by the hitching posts, there are two horses hitched up, but it seems like the vast majority of whoever was here during the day is gone. Like, it's a pretty empty parking lot. Hmm. With the sun setting, you gathered that it must be probably about 7 o'clock-ish, if not maybe a little later. Mm-hmm. And based on when you left last time, you know that
1: the court is no longer open for the public. What do you think, Barb? Do you think a uh, guard out front here is the night guard, the night shift, or do you think he's going to be departing and anytime soon?
2: I think based on the horses still here and him. He either owns one of the horses or he is on night duty. Maybe we just let these horses go. See if that kind of distracts him off. And if it doesn't, then uh, then we play a different card.
1: Okay. I like your thinking there.
2: I think I'm gonna take a note at a Q's book. You know, uh, maybe don't have to be too aggressive until we gotta be. You catch my drift?
1: I agree, oh yeah. Okay. And if
2: we do, then the raptors have food, just saying.
5: So the hitching post for the horses is basically, imagine like nice marble like steps right up to like a big building. Mm-hmm. And so there are hitching posts on either side of the steps. The two horses are currently on the ones to the right of the steps. And the reclaimer is standing guard, right? Like he, it looks like he's standing at a post at the entrance. So relatively close to the horses but he's also kind of leaning just a little bit. Like he's not super chillaxed, but like his back is against a very smooth stone pillar.
1: Uh, Barbara, let me let me go ahead and uh, try something here. I've got an idea, that something that Micah might try to spook the horses. Okay. And Jessica is going to go ahead and cast Minor Illusion. Uh-huh. Classic. And she's going to conjure the image of a snake Mm -hmm. near the hitching posts to try to spook the horses. Okay. To break free of their hitch post and run away.
5: You said your DC is 13?
1: That is correct.
5: Okay. You conjure minor illusion of a snake, and we see a little snake slither. And one of the horses, it is this chestnut brown with dappled, like, white and pink. Immediately starts going... (laughs) And it's like rearing up, but it's just tied up to the hitching post, it can't escape. And the other horse just kind of like looks at the snake on the ground, looks at the horse, looks forward as if like Jim in the office staring at a camera and just goes (laughs) And you see the reclaimer kind of walk down, the plate mail clinks, he is wearing full face helmet so you can't see their face or anything and fails the intelligence check and goes, oh shit, begins trying to kill the snake. (laughs) Damn it. And as he rolls an attack on it, oof, okay, very good attack. Obviously it phases through the snake and and you just hear a, what the fuck? And he is now on alert, kind of like scanning his surroundings. damn it. (laughs) Roll a stealth check for me. Okay, 21.
2: 17 for Barbara.
5: He's kinda of like stroking the horse the horse going Woo! 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 and he's darting around, you see that helmet kind of scanning the surroundings. And he draws a longsword and just kind of stands there.
2: Alright. We have a plan B. I mean I don't know if you want to do a spell, but we have a plan B. It'll be involving me being the distraction and you sneaking into the courthouse. Considering the door is just unlocked and open, I want to assume that if these aren't his horses, there has to be at least two people inside. yeah
1: yeah, I, I agree with that okay I mean I could uh I could go for a sleep spell okay I mean it won't last long, so I don't know if like when he comes to he's gonna like alert the, alert other people. What do you think??
2: Uh. I mean, how fast do you think it'll, how long will it be that he's knocked out?
1: Lasts a minute long. Good lord,
2: yeah, maybe not. Okay, um, ooh, maybe i maybe it's best to, I can distract and you can go in. Oh, I guess, well, I mean, we can technically go in. Just, we could.
1: well, ugh. It's closed to the public. I mean, we're lawyers and attorneys. Right. I suppose we could go in, but I just, it, we don't want to necessarily tie ourselves to to being here, you know. No,
2: I understand. I understand. Hmm. All right, I can, I can, I can try and distract, and you go in. Yeah.
1: Um. Give me just a second while I think that over for a moment.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or you can put him to sleep, and then you can go in, and I can be here. When he wakes up.
5: The guard begins to patrol the grounds in front of the hitching post, like kind of left to right. Okay.
2: Put him to sleep, just put him to
1: sleep. Do it. What if? Trust me, do it. What if I, uh... and then Jessica like opens up her spell book and flips to a page where there's like a crumpled page that was inserted into the book. She's like, we could try this. And she points to the ripped out page from Ostrogon's spell book of Dimension Door. (sighs) We could, uh, it's got a range of 500 feet, so it could get us into the courthouse. Because we've already been inside, I have a good image of what it looks like, so I can get us in, I think, with this.
2: Okay, you just gotta hide the raptors.
1: Yes, hold on. Um... Here, let's uh let's let's go over this way a bit and I'll uh kind of pull us off further to the side. Yeah, the raptors are like
5: they've been crouching like in the brush with you. Oh. They're kind of laying on their bellies and so they like inch along with you to not draw attention to themselves. And it, you get the feeling that they're kind of tired too, so. Yeah. Uh, but they follow you.
1: Jessica sits cross-legged, palms up to the sky as she once again does a ritual cast. (laughs) How loud is your ritual cast? I mean, she's trying to be quiet. Okay, a very
5: short circus tent appears.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, um, so you guys can just stay in here to keep nice and warm. Um, we'll be back, okay? Yeah? <sighs> Jessica gives them both a good petting. All right, we'll be back. And we'll go back to the point in the brush that we were at. Okay. Jessica offers her hand out to Barb. Here we go, and Bob takes a hand. Are you willing? I guess I gotta be. Okay, and with that, Jessica casts Dimension Door to teleport inside of the courthouse.
5: Where in the p- courthouse are you trying to teleport yourself to?
2: The bathroom.
5: The bathroom might be more than 500 feet away at this point.
2: Oh my point. gosh, okay. Um, what about that little, in front of the little cafe, maybe?
1: Yeah, do you think the- Just to have a starting point, really, and go from there. Well, do you think the Kenku that runs the cafe has left?
2: I, I think so, right? It's like seven-ish.
1: Yeah, I think they'd left by this point, right, yeah? God. Don't ask me. I'm not there. I'd like to roll a history check to see if I can remember when. Roll it, okay.
5: Roll a history check.
1: (laughs) When the Cancun left. Ooh, 20, not natural.
5: Yeah, you remember that they left before you did and you left at roughly 6, 630-ish.
1: Okay, great. Yeah. All right. So we're going to aim for like the cafe with the dimension door.
5: Okay. Perfect. You cast dimension door and this portal appears on the ground before you, just like it did when you guys were outside the hut with Ostragon. As you cast this spell for the first time, you feel the magic flow through your fingers. You almost feel Ostragon's presence. And that makes you feel however it makes you feel. <laughs> and the dimension door appears in front of you. There's a little portal. It's taking pretty much all of the length of the spell, but presumably there's one about 500 feet away. You are hoping in front of the cafe.
1: Okay. And Jessica steps through with Barbara's hand in tow.
5: Okay. You both step into the portal and you appear inside the courthouse. You see the clean marble flooring. And then to your right, you see that little kind of bursar's area. And to your left, you are, like, right at the entrance of the cafe. It's open air, so, like, everything's there. But there's, like, these little walls with, like, an entrance to actually go in, where you guys were sitting last time. And as you pop out of the dimension door, immediately to your left, at the table you were sitting last time, you see another Reclaimer in white armor with a cup of coffee, their helmet on the table. And they look at you and go, No! What the fuck?! Roll for initiative.
3: <sighs> this has been Your Honor. Your Honor features the vocal talents of Michael Pisani as Jessica Felcher and Amanda Fernandez Acosta as. Barbara. The rest of the world is voiced by your DM, Giancarlo Herrera. This episode was edited and sound designed by Giancarlo Herrera. If you'd like to support the show, consider checking out the links in the show notes, or go to patreoncom drimbus Our patrons get access to exclusive perks like our after the show show after the Drimbus, Free exclusive merch, bonus series, and the chance to create items for the show or have NPCs named after you. Oh, and don't forget to tweet using hashtag Drimbus to be entered to win a free Dungeons and Drimbus sticker. Thank you so much for listening, and I do declare, I'll see you all next week.
6: The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. You start with your own breathing. Match the rhythm of the breeze that carves the canopy, the birds and bugs chirping in set intervals. Feel the subtle pulse rising up from the ground beneath you. To wander is to dance with the forest. But the forest isn't just the partner, she's the music, the style, she's the rhythm, she's the set of ancient steps and movements that have been passed down from one dancer to another. She teaches you to dance the dance she invented to the music she's singing in a tonal system she thought up one night as it pleased her. You breathe. You listen and you wait for your place, your first step, the call to. The new fairy folktale podcast from T.H. Ponders, a member of the Fable & Folly Network. Listen to the show by searching for The Wanderer in Apple Podcasts, or by visiting www.callofthewander.com.